welcome to Swing Smarter Monthly Newsletter. This is your host, Joey Myers from HittingPerformanceLab.com. And I have the honor today to bring my peanut butter and jelly counterpart, Mike Gillen. So first, I want to welcome you to the show. Welcome to the show, senor. The Mandinga himself. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Joe. This is awesome. You got hey, it. I'm the one that has the honor here. <laughs> the honor. You're my, and the reason I say peanut butter and jelly to give those out there that are listening to this context, this is my pitching guy, my local pitching guy. And it uh, just so happens that we've known each other since the fourth grade and played baseball together forever. And uh, Coach Mike or Coach Gilligan or Coach Gillen, the many of the names that we talk about, uh, he, he played at Fresno City College for a couple of years, transferred to San Diego State and pitched out there with Coach Tony Gwynn when he was still around. Um, but I wanted to have this pirate garb because Mike and I have so many inside jokes. Um, I don't know if we have a pirate inside joke, but there's always these shenanigans that are going on. What do you think about that? It's nonstop. It's, <laughs> it's always 100% of the time. <laughs> so for well, those we, that are watching this, I'll take this off real quick. There we go. So we can actually there, do it. There you are. I didn't even recognize you. I didn't know who this was. <laughs> it's Clark Kent and it's Superman. You see how that works? <laughs> So, uh, so let's start off with a, uh, with a softball question, uh, pardon the pun or, or uh, pun intended. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your, what you, what you got your setup. Maybe give us a little look at your setup over there. Okay. I can give you a tour, a, a soft tour. Uh, let's see. I think you would move it around this way. Show me your number one fans. It, it's, it's humble beginnings, but yeah, this is kind of, this is it. Let's see if we can. I'm actually going to finish that cement here in the next couple of weeks, make it a little more inviting to everyone. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's a cool sign. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, right. What's that over there? Look at that sign, Hitting Performance Lab. That's cool. Right. <laughs> he, he's he sponsors us. <laughs> you got Charlie right here. He's he's a mainstay. <laughs> I tell the pitchers to say so I tell the pitchers to say sorry before they start their pin. <laughs> that way, that, you know. So there's no bad. No, there's no misunderstandings later on. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is it for now. I'm actually you're catching me right in a reconstruction. This that middle part of that mound, I'm gonna have to rip that out of there. Mm. And I'm going dual mounds, and we're gonna start doing uh, doubles here pretty soon. Oh, cool! There you go. Two target. I got a mat there, mat there. So we're gonna get that going. Well, the idea, and this is not. It's hard to see, but if you look back there, there's gonna be a metal building put back there at some point. Mm. I'm, I'm still not sure if I want to plug that in or not. It's going to be costly. So, and once it's up, it's, it's like, I'm going to be married to it. So I'm not sure what's going to happen there. So heck, if I do, then I've got uh, a place to put my tractors. Just get one of those, one of those kids of yours to get on a bike, like a hamster and, and to just power it themselves. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I've got <laughs> some dads will probably be okay with that. <laughs> Or just have like uh, have a have the bike riding to power the the shed. Have that be one of your stations for your pitchers. When you have a group of four pitchers, have one of them over there with the big with the legs out. You know, have it really small for them, so your big yeah. guys like look like their legs are or like this. You know, when they're when they're riding it like this, and then they're power for the other pitchers. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, give, uh, to give people kind because a lot of people, you know, obviously this is a hitting hitting blog, but, you know, pitching is a part of baseball and softball, too. Uh, so give people out there who do really research the pitching side and, and give them a little background on who you who are kind of your mentors on the pitching side who guides you in your training. Um, 
Well, it, it was probably just three three big names. Uh, do you remember Fred? Fred yep. Hood, Coach yep. Hood. Mm-hmm. He's kind of obviously a name. Maybe you know, not a whole lot of people are gonna know. Uh, but he, uh, I got to, I got with him in college, and he really helped instill confidence. And you know, was a, he was really tough and gritty, that old school coach. So I owe a lot of credit to him just to just for my kind of my my beginnings on how it was to to pitch correctly and I even he was it was very generalized but you know learning how to push off at the right time you know how to how to have your mentality out there and like I said that toughness that you need you don't back down from anyone and I got a lot of the mental side from him but more recently I guess in the last 10 years kind of on my road to to finding out the the answers and just making sure I was doing it correctly because everyone kept asking, Hey, you, you know, I heard you give good pitching lessons, you know, and that just kind of snowballed. So I wanted to make sure that I was doing things right. So for me, the, the beginning of all of it is uh, ASMI American sports medicine Institute with mm-hmm. Dr. Glenn Fleissig, but I would definitely look that name up. And then of course, Tom house, nationalpitching.com and Brett Porcio topvelocity.net. Mm-hmm. But those three, those are three big names. And if you, I would just look those names up and start doing your own research and looking at what their background, where they came from and, you know, go from there. And that's, that's kind of where I went. I mean, Tom house taught me when I was actually at San Diego state and that just opened Pandora's box. And I was a little frustrated at the time because it it took me till I think what we were 22, 23 ish. Mm -hmm. And I just figured out how to, I learned, I was learning how to pitch or learning the movements of it and the proper way, the, the way the, the big leaguers do it. It was like a secret up till then. Yeah. But, but yeah, and, and it just the sequence of it all. It seemed like back, I think back in the day and, and there was some good things taught, but it, there was no rhyme or reason to it really. It was just, it was scattered. So, but yeah, I learned how to, how to segment it and how to put it in, in proper order from Tom house. And then it, like I said, just built from there. Well, you got to figure too. back in when we were 22, 23, the internet was just getting started. This is early 2000s, right? And the information wasn't out there as ready as it is now. I think YouTube maybe was just getting going. I don't even know if it was getting going yet. I know Twitter came on the scene about what, 2007? I think that was about when Twitter came in. So we didn't have Twitter. We had Facebook, I think. MySpace was still a thing, (laughs) you know? So people understand that when we were- Huh? I'm still on MySpace. I'm going strong. Is that still around? <laughs> I don't know. My, for, it's funny you brought it up. I don't know for what reason my, my wife and I were talking about that and about mm-hmm. MySpace and, and the cool features it had and and how Facebook didn't have that. And I, it took me a while to get used to it. But we were wondering, like, is that still around? Just no one uses it or is it, is it shut off? Like, you have, you have access to it? And I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was... Uh, it was all it was all just beginning when we were kind of toward the end of our our baseball lives and in slow motion captures and it really the 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 cool thing about asmi was they did a they've done hundreds and hundreds of of captures or hundreds actually thousands Mm -hmm. but they did uh 10 cy young award winners and quantified their movements and went okay this is how the best do it and then guys like me came around and, Mm -hmm. and and figured that out so now we're able to segment things and, and work it in a certain order. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really the, the secret to it all is, is how do you do it or what, 
where do you start? And for, for me, I, I start backwards in the delivery. So we'll start at the end and figure that out. And then we work our way to when you lift your leg up. So, but yeah, and that was a, a big one from Tom House, Top Velocity, those guys, they all, it, I figured out how to work it backwards. So, but yeah, they didn't have any of that stuff back then. Mm -hmm. Now, what would you say today in today's game? What What's the top two things that you see, whether it's coaches or, or pitchers on whether social media is where you're seeing it, the top two mistakes that either pitchers or coaches are making in teaching pitching? Uh, the teach, I mean, if anyone's teaching a balance point, that would probably be the, I think that's the, 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 the worst teach you can make. Um, I think the other one would probably be the next step in, in how to load, load mm -hmm. your back leg. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of up and down movements going on. And I think you can go up, down, I guess, a little bit. Just And I, I there's some times where I do that, but it's it's not very much. I just do it a little just to get a feel of what it what's, what is it like to put pressure in, in a load into your back leg. But it's not something I do a lot of. Um, but, yeah, I, I think balance point, though, like uh, big league ball was teaching that, like, back in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. And they were teaching their pitchers that for whatever reason. Because if you look before that, there wasn't a lot of balance points with, um, I don't know who the guys, uh, like Sandy Koufax type guys. And, mm -hmm. you know, there, there was no stopping in their, in their movements. And you're seeing that a lot more now where there, it was like we had this gap where there wasn't any, and then they were teaching balance points. And that's where you and I come in is that's what they were teaching us in high school. Yep. And maybe some guys that worked for them in some way, but it, it destroyed me. I mm -hmm. couldn't. I needed the momentum and I, I didn't know how to do that. I had no idea. So, you know, one of the, I think the biggest flaw in a pitcher is the front leg when they land, mm. they don't have any, there's no stability there. So they hit the ground and their knee moves around either side, side, or, or it leaks more toward the catcher. So they're losing accuracy and velocity there. But, but as far as teaches goes, if, if you're, they're being taught that not all coaches teach that, but, I think that some some coaches need to break out of that and, and not and try to stop teaching that balance point stuff. It's really destroying a lot of kids. Now, I, I know I know what you're saying, too. And when it comes to teaching and like with the sequence and all that, using cues like in hitting four or five years ago, I would have hated the swing down cue. Absolutely hated it because it was being taught, like you're saying, probably like the balance point thing in pitching. And the swing down, swing down, swing down is what I was taught in high school and college, swing down and through. <clears throat> now, come to find out, the swing down part actually is effective, but only middle in, middle up pitches, right? So middle away, middle down, it's probably the worst cue you can use to tell a hitter to swing down. Now, are there certain scenarios with the pitcher that you would tell them to balance, like if they're horrible with balance, or would you never, you would never, there would be, it wouldn't be a scenario on that. There, yeah, no, there is. Uh, like I said, I, I teach. I, I, I even, you know, I hate, I hate the word balance point. I, I frustrate. <laughs> like balance angle for hitting, huh? <laughs> the stop that a point that means you're stopping. So, mm -hmm. but if you're teaching just the just the leg lift in and of itself, you can kind of teach that. But there's never a an effort to to do the full movement when you're when I let when I let a kid do his full throw. There's never any talk about stopping yourself or, or gathering in a point where you're stopping and, and coming to that point. Um, but to teach, cause that's the thing I, I teach it. I, I broke it down in four stages. 
so there's the there's the finish there's two middle portions and then there's that beginning where that you're lifting your leg up so i teach a lot of momentum there and a lot of movement there and i try to make it to where it's as little as possible mm-hmm. but yeah there's there's moments you know when you have to time and i don't, I don't have when you're when you're breaking your hands to throw mm-hmm. you're you're up and i don't you can't see this but i'm picking my knee up in your leg lift and then you can go down and you break your hands while your knee goes down and you bring it back up. And I have them to where their foot, their leg lift foot never touches the ground. Mm. So in a way, and I, but that's very minimal. I just get them to go, Hey, this is how you time that. And you time mm. your, your hands with your front leg or your lift leg. And you do that a couple times. And then, okay, now that you understand that let's, let's move around a little bit now. Mm-hmm. So I break past that. So it's a, it's an initial teach that I give them. But then I'll, I'll literally tell kids, okay, don't ever do that again. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't sit there for 20 minutes of your day or 10 minutes and working on just staying in one place with it. Right. If you want to do it a couple of times, fine. But then let's, let's start shifting our, our weight into that movement. What do you, what do you feel like with the whole the Ch- Tommy John stuff? What do you feel like the top two issues are uh, that are leading to that? Um, probably, well, Cause it's exploding. It, I mean, it's, it's it, young now. I mean, it's getting down to 12 year olds, 13 year. I mean, it's, they're yeah, getting earlier and earlier. Um, well, the, well, fatigue is number one. I think, I think overthrowing kids and, and doing that too much. I think a, the general answer would be fatigue and bad mechanics, but what are bad mechanics? Mm-hmm. Um, the less hip and shoulder separation you have. And I think a lot of people know this by now. And that's something that was coined by Tom house. He kind of just, I guess he discovered it and brought it to light. Um, but the less separation you have of your hips going to home plate and your shoulders staying back, now the more you can get into injury patterns. So, but it's basically arm drag, uh, hyperangulation of the shoulder. So when you're, when you go to throw it because you didn't get your hips through, then you have to create this drag across and you get into that drag. So that's the number one reason for Tommy John outside of, you know, fatigue, overall fatigue. And, you know, uh, like I said, overdoing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's crazy. And it's crazy that it's getting earlier and earlier. We didn't have to think about that kind of stuff then. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I had a, Let me interrupt. Yeah, it, and it goes into the, it goes into the, the fatigue part. I really think there's too much travel ball. Yeah. There, we didn't, we were, we played spring, summer, and then we were done we were sad for a week and we got over it and we played football or basketball or something else. Heck, if you interview or talk to any big leaguer, they'll tell you, Hey, you, you need to play other sports. You, you can't be baseball all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's that, Oh, it's that fatigue factor. You're I always tell parents and kids like you're okay. It's November 1st and you're just a runner on second and you're there's, you got to make this pitch again. And you're, you're in a, in a stress, you're in a stressful throw. So we got to remove the stress a little bit. Go, go work out, go lift, get bigger, get stronger, go play another sport. So, but yeah, that feeds into that fatigue thing, but yeah, that and that mechanical kind of dragging your arm. And that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. What the balance point, I couldn't really get moving. Well, they were teaching, pull the glove. I, I should have told you that one, pull the yeah. glove. And so it created this drag on me. Mm-hmm. And after years and years, I just arm wouldn't want to, didn't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had you remember when I was in the midst of my changing over from online or the uh, one-on-ones to the groups and my group started to grow and I was like, Hey, coach Gillen, can you come in? And I need, I need to train somebody to, to take over some of my hitters. <laughs> I went to my pitching guy 
to help with my hitters, right? And it ended up working out, and I ended up finding a a hitter, a younger hitter who I'd worked with for a while, and he he came on as my hitting apprentice. And then you got really busy with your pitching stuff, uh, but you came out and you observed. You even read my book, the Catapult Loading System. So what was were there some changes in there? reading about spinal engine springy fascia that you were able to apply to pitching. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, I do that. I, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, close, you know, closing the shoulders off and getting that preload of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hearing words like springy fascia, I, I didn't know what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to say, Hey, let your arm lay back, you know, and now that's, that's, I didn't know at the time that was, that's external rotation internal. And, you know, mm-hmm. thinking of it, thinking of it like that. Um, I always, I give them that, and I'll even ask, well, hey, did, and if it's your, one of your students, I'll say, hey, did Joey show you that thing where you put your hand on the table and you, or you're on your leg and you uh-huh. do that mm-hmm. and then you try harder and then you, you combine them. Yep. Uh, that one's great. I love that, that analogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, just, just closing off more. I mean, I knew to do that, but I didn't know, I didn't really know the benefits as much to it. Mm-hmm. or to, to do it more and to, or maybe even exaggerate it just to get a feel for what it's like. And, but yeah, you're trying to stay close as long as possible. And then let's work our feet, work our hips through, and you're trying to create as much separation as you can. But yeah, yeah I, I incorporate it a lot more, a lot sooner. And that's what I remember you, you telling me that about, you know, don't wait so long to show them that. Cause I, I do, I start where, where they're squared up. And if you're home plate, the camera's on plate, they're, they're in movements where they're always going forward. And then I start teaching them how to close off more after that. And I think, I think, yeah, you, you, you probably uh, put the cherry on top when it came to how to close off and how to, how that works, I guess, springy fashion, how you can, you can create tension in the body. Yeah. And, and if you look at the pitchers in the past, you, you mentioned Sandy Koufax and you know, we could say uh, Linscom, all these guys, uh, Nolan Ryan. And what we talk about now is, back then it was showing numbers right hitter showing their numbers to the pitcher type of thing <clears throat> and we've evolved that to neck pressure I think maybe I've talked to you about that but with the hitter we're trying to create neck pressure so where the head anchors in a tracking position right we're trying to track the balls is the most important thing that a hitter needs to do so the head doesn't move it doesn't allow the shoulder to pull the head off and it's the shoulder that pulls underneath and goes as far as it can go until it can't go anymore because the head's keeping it from going right. And if you look at the pitchers, I know I'm, I know you're lefty, but I'm going from my right side. Is is the same kind of thing, right? You see these pitchers in this kind of position where there might be a slight tilt this way, and then the shoulders coming underneath, and you're they're creating pressure the same as a hitter would create as they're going here, and then start to unwind and go. You know, so it's it's the same thing. It's just one person's throwing a ball and the other's swinging a bat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just getting kids used to that because it's uncomfortable at first. Yeah. And I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the injury can be just as something as simple as that or something you think it's little, but a kid, when he goes to throw, he's not going to, well, some naturally do it, but they, they don't want to create that. That's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they, they just, okay, I just want to throw it. I just want to get my eye on home plate. <laughs> and so, if they can't see it, they, they have to get their eyes there. So here go their shoulders and they're early. Mm-hmm. So just getting them in a stance and getting them to, to close off and feel that, like I said, that, like I said, that neck pressure mm-hmm. and getting into there. 
is something I'll just have them sit there for five minutes and, and feel what that's like. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I do is just get kids to feel what positions are like. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, <clears throat> now this would be a little bit different than the mistakes you see out there, but uh, picture you got a kid coming in say like Gino uh, first time pitcher that comes in to see you. Right. What are, what are those couple things that you see like over and over and over that they're doing? Maybe they haven't been taught at all or anything. Maybe they're natural. What are those two things that you go, all right, we need to fix those right away. Is it different than the balance thing and uh, landing thing, or is it the same? Um, well, we don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get into the balance stuff or the, the leg, uh, leg lift for probably like a, it depends on the kid and how quick he picks everything else up. Could be a couple weeks or a couple mm-hmm. sessions where we don't even lift a leg up. We don't even get on a mound. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably said with Gino, Gino on it first. What's that? Do you remember what you worked with Gino on it first? It was the forward movements. Why? Well, mm-hmm. There's so much that co- uh, coaches literally think that pitching is a rotational action. Uh-huh. And yeah, a lot of it is sure. But there's there's sagittal movements. You know, it works on three planes. So mm-hmm. I, I get them to figure that out just because I think there's that universal throwing package that every team puts together and they put them on a the knee yeah. and they make them cross over their 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 knee and their leg and they're yeah. making them rotate mm-hmm. when there's not enough speed and momentum to rotate like that. So yeah. why are you teaching them to do that? To me, that's my opinion. <laughs> so it's all about going forward. So it's, it's arm action going forward and then trunk going forward. And we figure that out because mm. everything is taught to spin, I, mm-hmm. I feel. Yep. There's obviously coaches that do it right, and there's really a lot of good ones out there. But I feel like there's so much rotation mm. in the throw that no one teaches any forward movements. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, at the big league level, pro level, and even college, some high school, there, there's a lot of good forward movement into that throw and then you see rotation mm-hmm. whereas kids cut that forward movement off and just spin and then you get into that drag so mm-hmm. and and I, I would say cutting the ball on accident meaning their their hand is is turning as they're throwing it and they're mm-hmm. creating that cut in the ball so that's that's usually what I hit first is is what do you how do you go over your front foot because you hear it all the time hey follow through mm-hmm. reach out in front but yet I, I don't see a lot of, there's not a kid that's come here that went, Oh yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> I've went forward before none. So I like to be the first one to teach them. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that the rotation, right? Because I agree with you. I think, I think both pitching and hitting, there's a little bit of all of that in there, right? You, you mentioned three planes of motion and all three planes are engaged in a dynamic pitching delivery or uh, a swing, right? And one of the things I've been really tuned into the last couple of months or last couple of years, beginning of COVID, I think January, yeah, 20, 2020, January, February. So it's been over a year and a half now is over rotation of the swing. And there was this one thing I just couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. I'd see these hitters come in and, and we call it racing back elbow at the time where they're swinging and their elbows coming past their, their belly button, you know, and everything's completely sideways before their barrel even gets to the ball. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And so I, I looked, did some research and I found it was, they're over rotating. So they're, they're getting their chest all the way squared and their barrels back here hitting the ball. So it's like you talking about the arm, right? Talking about where they're oh. getting here and the arms being way back here, all that pressure on the, on the elbow and the shoulder and the whole thing. Right. 
And so over rotation of the swing, all these coaches, these younger coaches are all, you know, flip that foot back foot over and, and get your hips through the ball, you know, and all this rotation. And it's almost, they're doing the, yes, that happens to a degree in the swing, but we never teach really any rotation of the lower half. We don't, it just, we just expect it to happen. And it, and it happens. We focus on, like you said, uh, preloading the, the upper half and then the lower half will do its job. But to say, oh, rotate, rotate, rotate all the time. It's a problem in hitting too. just like in pitching. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It, it's, 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 I know that this is the biggest overstatement, right? But it's, it's 20, it's 2021, you know, like <laughs> can we break past all this? Like back in the day, it was, Hey, it's 1972. We've got all the advancements we need. Like we're, you know, and it just keeps going like that. And pretty soon it's, Hey, it's 2055. Yeah. You know, we need to get it together. Yeah. But keep, sw keep swinging there's, down. There's, 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 there's too much information now. It, it's all out there. It, like back in 90, 93, there were no slow motion cameras. There was nothing breaking us down. There was nothing. Hey, do you see how your knee is internal too early? There was mm -hmm. nothing, but now there is. And I mean, I talked to, I, I don't want this to be a hating on coaches thing, but I'll ask kids and there's, there's never any video analysis done ever. Like I never hear about that. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's the first time you've been recorded and you look at your video and in there. Yeah. They've never seen it. High school kids, the high school coaches. I don't, I mean, there's got to be some that do it, but mm. I don't think there are. I mean, I've gone as far as telling kids, hey, can you sneak your phone in there and just take a video, <laughs> have your buddy take a little video of you. And mm. so that way you can break it down and look at it and see where your flaws are. See if you're if you're doing a good job or not. Um, but I, I don't know. I just don't. We're too locked into this old school mentality. we got to get out of it. Right. I agree. Cool. Man. Blend, blending of both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need gut. You can't just have a data thing or you can't have just have a gut thing. You got to use both. You got to use the, the tech, the tech, the data and, and the gut feeling stuff. It has to be, has to be all of it. Well, Hey man, I'm going to, we could talk and go deep into some of these things, Let's but this, huh? huh? Let's extend it. <laughs> I'd love to. We just got to transcribe it. And my virtual assistant would be, would be a little upset if I gave her an hour transcription, she had to get done in, in a day. <laughs> But hey, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, promote what you're doing. So tell us a little bit about where to find you, where to find you, website. Look, dude, your website looks good, by the way. Um, so tell people where, where, your website, your social media, any kind of deals or, you know, what kind of deals that you do, uh, obviously locally, right? But are you doing some online lessons? Like let people know that kind of stuff. Uh, well, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to get the online, online stuff off the ground. Um I mean, you, you can reach me on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Instagram, but I'm, I don't, it's not really active, uh, but you can go to pitcherperfectpro.com. Um, heck. There it is right there. I don't know if you can see it. Is it, it's not backwards. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. There's, there's a number there. There's your number. There's your email number. Email. There's your number. Um, there's your number. And I'll put all yeah, that. You know, the, a lot of it. Uh-huh. I'll put all that into the show notes so people have that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, those are the best ways to contact me. I mean, a lot of this is, is generated off of word of mouth and, mm -hmm. and people are, are doing it that way. Obviously that may not help everyone in, in what we're trying to, what you're trying to do right now. But um, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I'm on, like I said, Facebook, Instagram, uh, 
heck, I, I do have Twitter and Instagram. I need to get better at those. No, I, mean, no. I don't. I don't ever use them. Not Twitter. I'll, Maybe heck, Facebook, I'm, I'm pretty uh, Facebook. I'll just put before and after videos of kids and <clears throat> you know show where you know where they were and where they are. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, I, I do like the online stuff. I'm speaking of dinosaurs. You know, that's <laughs> where I'm. Lacking. I need to. I need to get get better at that and, and get reach more people but I'll, I'll tell you this it's pretty tough because it's I, i'm fully loaded here so mm -hmm. i need to get an apprentice myself and, and make another carbon copy of me so i can i can move uh move more kids through yes sir you need to get again just grab one of your pitchers who's been with you for a while it's older you know mine he's a senior is going to graduate this year from high school and, and i've had him since he was 10 or 11 nikki fry right so he's he's my hitting apprentice and i sent all the the younger ones so any of them that are 11 years old or older, I'll take. And any ones that are below that, I'll send to him. So it, it helps a lot. I mean, at some point, obviously, you're going to you're gonna get pretty bloated with the 11 and ups and all that. But it's good that you got, you're building the second part of your bullpen. So you're going to have two bullpens uh, pitchers can throw. So that gives you two people you could do. Obviously, the, the biggest thing would be to get four in a group. So if you can find two other stations or whatever to do that, but you know me, I've been trying to get you to do small private groups for a long time, but you kind of painted yourself into a corner because <laughs> you you accept payment up front for like 20 lessons. And then you got to wait for those 20, let no, those one-on-one -on -one lessons. And then, so you kind of painted yourself into a corner, but I see you're starting to make moves to try and get into more of the group because how many pitchers are you working with right now? Uh, I want to say probably 40. Yeah. You're, you're already giving me the whole, you're, you're giving guys, me the, those other, you're giving me the whole side. I'm coming around second base. I'm lumbering towards third and I'm trying to send you more pictures and you're doing this. You're doing, <laughs> you're giving me the, this yeah. side right here. And Hey, I got one out. There's only one out. I can, I can roll the dice and try and go head first into third. Come on. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm creating uh, this. I got this. My wait list is a mile long Yeah, and it's, it's sad because like I said, there's injury out there and there's so many problems with these kids mm -hmm. as far as how they're moving and I can't get to all of them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, that's why I finally put my foot down. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I, I finally looked and you saw the facility. I, I gotta, it's geared toward one, one kid. You got mm -hmm. that mound in the middle and that's really killing it. So mm -hmm. I got to take that out, put two more, two more in. I'm getting two made right now. So once I get that, then at that point, I could probably bring in two more mm -hmm. and do maybe some camp style stuff mm -hmm. on like a Saturday and get four kids in. And like you said, do stations, do like a dry run station with one or two with, with two other stations and then two others are throwing and then swap them out like every 15 minutes. Well, you know, and, and I hope that this this interview, you know, is going to go probably decent well and go down with some people. So hopefully it'll bring you another 50 people. <laughs> Another 50 pitchers. Could you imagine another 50 pitchers coming in and knocking on your door? Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, well, I do have that Saturday. I, I finally cleared a Saturday open. Mm. So, but it's mostly open for family, and I'm able to, to not do a pitching lesson one day out of the week. Right. But, you know, a little two-hour camp or three-hour camp could work, so. Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i think online i think once i figure out online and get that going it'll it'll free up some stuff plus opening this up you know we'll get a couple more kids in so i think we'll cool. be all right 
Well, dude, well, thank you so much for, for coming on. And, and I, we got to definitely do a, a part two. Maybe we'll make this a, a common thing. If it's you know, like once a month or something, we can do like uh, well, th- uh, thoughts with Michael Gillen. Right. Well, what was the, <laughs> what was the, the SNL thing? Deep thoughts or deep thoughts deep? with Michael Gillen. or uh uh, yeah all the all those kind of things we'll have to do something like that maybe we'll do like a little bit more frequent ordeal well where's your podcast podcast well actually this is like an unofficial official podcast so this is a part of the swing smarter monthly newsletter which is a paid newsletter that i send out to people it's like a five dollar a month thing or ten dollar a month thing and my coaches will subscribe to that and and i put this in two expert interviews. It'll be you and it'll be somebody else. I'm actually going to have a, a coach on who um, I've worked with all three of his boys hitting his two older boys. One's playing football in college right now. It didn't work out on the baseball side. And then the other one I think is graduating high school this year. <clears throat> and he's, he's kind of stopped on the baseball, but the youngest brother's 13. Uh, dad coached a lot of the little league teams, a lot of them growing up as they were. And he's like the, the coach whisperer. So he's got, like the the younger kid right coach team whisperer and so he he told me a story the other day that uh, one of his buddies was coaching a team and very organized coach he he had every practice three hour practices by the way for these young like young way too way too long right but he had three hour practices planned to the second minute of what they were doing and in their practices like overly scheduled right and the guy goes comes up to him and he goes sean dude i don't know what to do man it's like, I got thorns in my feet and tears in my eyes. He goes, <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not. A little bell, a little bell that says inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he said that. He goes, yeah, we're just not winning. We're doing everything, right? I got it planned. I got it organized. We're doing what we need to do. What's wrong? And then Sean goes, the uh, team whisper, he goes, team party. Yeah. And the guy goes, yeah, explosion. He's like, what? What do you mean team? And so they did a team party on a Saturday night. They had a doubleheader the next day and they swept the, 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 the next day. They, they well, twice. They did a rain out. Yeah, exactly. This is a man-made natural disaster. There you go. <laughs> so, Love it. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have him on um, probably this next week. He, he, I mean, he's got a day job. He does like farm and stuff, but. I'd love to watch that one. I've got a, I've got one of my, one of the, my clients, he, I'll have a problem or an issue with something and or I'm trying to, you know, get a, you know, I, I think once I was trying to get a loan to, to pay for something and.